teaching ministry of Pastor Taiwo Udukoya, the senior pastor of the Founding of Life Church. It is our prayer that the message you're about to hear will no doubt shapen your destiny in Christ. Be blessed as you listen. Somebody shout hallelujah. Mark chapter 11. I'll quickly read again the same scripture I read last um, Thursday. Again, I'll be as brief as I can by the grace of God. Now, what the Bible likes to say now, when he wants you to notice the now, when he wants to address the now issue in your life, we've read it several times, he said now, again now, okay, again now, wow. That means that now something will be dealt with. In the name of Jesus, now something will be truncated. Something will be released. In the name of Jesus. Okay, now when they drew near Jerusalem in the Bethphage and Bethany at the Mount of Olives, he sent two of his disciples ahead. Come with me to verse 12. Now, you see, now again. So, everywhere I turn to in this chapter is now. Now, the next day, well, that means that there's something in the now for somebody. I'm saying it again. In the name of Jesus. This not goes later. No, no, no. Even if it's something that needs a long gestation period, it will begin now. In the name of Jesus, I receive it. In the name of Jesus, I receive it. I receive it. I receive it. I receive it. Verse 12, now the next day when they had come out from Bethany he was hungry and seen from afar a fig tree having leaves he went to see if perhaps he would find something on it. When he came to it he found nothing but leaves for it was not the season for figs. In response, Jesus said to it, let no one eat food from you ever again. Wow. That was heavy. That was sweeping. That was total. Let no one eat food from you ever again. And his disciples heard it. So, you know, they went about their journey. I'm in verse 20 now. Now, in the morning, as they passed by, they saw the fig tree dried up from the roots. And Peter, remembering, said to him, Rabbi, look, the fig tree which you cursed has withered away. So Jesus answered and said to them, have faith in God. We may to understand that a more correct translation would be have the God kind of faith. <laughs> for assuredly I say to you, for assuredly I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea, and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that those things he says 
will be done. He will have whatever he says. Therefore, I say to you, whatever things you ask when you pray, believe that you receive. Otherwise, what's the essence of prayer? If you don't believe, you're going to get it. A lot of prayers, you don't believe you're going to get them. Honestly, we just, we, know, we don't believe it. He said, believe that you receive them and you will have them. Praise the Lord. I say, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. He said, look, Jesus was about to teach a lesson. He just acted. I mean, he just lived a natural life with them and they were, and they noticed some things which later when they were recalling, they were like, oh my goodness. And what happened? They had come to Bethlehem, Bethany. And now, the Bible says, in the morning, when they got there, they entered. He was hungry. So that's, that defines the need. He was hungry. That information would be unnecessary for what? But we need to know that he was hungry. So he was just, it was not just irrational. It was not just an abstract situation. No, 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 he was hungry. So, and he looked ahead and he saw a fig tree having leaves. Now, I don't know whether having leaves means that they should have fruit or not. I don't know. But the Bible says it was in the season. You know, we read it. Okay. So, he approached it. If perhaps he will find some fruit. So, he was hungry. And then he talked to assuage the hunger by the fruits of the fig tree. So, there was a need, and now there was an expectation. So it got there. So what happened? There was a disappointment. Kind of look. I'm sure he didn't tell them that, guys, I'm hungry. Let's go. Let's go eat. No, no. This was what he was thinking. Your thoughts are powerful, man. You can destroy everywhere with your thoughts, and you can liberate everywhere with your thoughts. Jesus was teaching a lesson here. Like I, let me say again. It, I'm, we're not told that he announced it. That I am hungry. Hmm. Just like, wow. Then walked that way and they followed him. And they go there like, wow. Huh? Then he says something. Let no man eat from eat any fruit from you again, ever. Uh-huh. In response, Jesus said, let no one eat fruit from you ever again. And they left. Didn't mean much. The following morning, when we walked past, that guy with a very curious mind, they will always try to catch you by what you see and what you do. You say you're a Christian, right? They're your friends. And then when they see you behaving different, differently, behaving like them, they wonder, but you call yourself a Christian. There's some people like that. I guess Peter was like that. But he wasn't out to catch Jesus. But it was such a curious heart that he turned around. When they go, they say, oh, yeah, oh, the fig tree. The others would have just walked past. Some people have very strong tendency to observe, even details. They say, okay, wow. Master, the fig tree you cursed has dried up, meaning no one will ever eat out of it, 
again. Wow. And when they called his attention to it, he said, have faith in God. Can Hagen will help us understand have the God kind of faith if you were born again and you live in by faith is the God kind of faith if the faith that comes from the word of God fired by the Holy Ghost is the God kind of faith you have it and that was the lesson and I says, therefore when you pray so what is prayer? Declaration of faith. Why am I going for healing if I don't believe that he can hear me? I'm wasting my time. Why am I praying for the salvation of my loved ones if I don't believe he will ever save them? This one, but if you are looking at someone and say, it's impossible, this one can never be saved again, then why are you praying for him or her? What he says is that we should be single-hearted when it comes to prayer. So, so when you, therefore, when you pray, he said, believe. And you have what you are praying for. So, my take is this. Jesus taught a lesson there. He said, if you say to this mountain, and you do not doubt in your heart, but you believe that what you say will come to pass. You have what you say. That's why we say prayer is a declaration. So what he was saying was that what I'm saying was exactly what I did. I did that to teach you this. So how do you define faith? Faith is what you say because you believe and you will get it from the definition in this context. Okay? So anytime I say and I have no doubt but believe I will get it. Yes. Okay. So what happens with all the ones I've been saying? So is that God is a liar? Or my understanding is what? Hello? So the question is this. So which of the two you think is true? It's my understanding. You say, really? Why do you think Paul will keep on praying? He said, I never cease to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers, that God will grant you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. And why will he say again for himself, at the end of his life and ministry, almost, he says, that I may know him. So, Paul, you don't know him. And yet, you, all we have about him, revelations, he came through you, and yet you are saying that you may know him. The lesson is clear. What you say will determine what you get. More so in a situation. He was hungry. He had a need. What you say when you are back to the wall is <laughs> dangerous. Dangerous in the sense that it can move you forward or backward. God have mercy. It doesn't matter who has gotten through, who has not gotten through. You are the one in the now. And this situation is in the now of your life. It's up to you. But Jesus said it, so why don't I believe Jesus? What if it doesn't work? Then I'll be like the three blue children. Uh, we will not bow. He's able to save us. But if for any reason he doesn't, that's all right. Let it be. He'll be expressing it to us in heaven. 
Jesus is saying what you say is important. And what I'm saying this is this, because I believe that coming to church today is going to move forward. In the name of Jesus. I started it last Thursday and I'm doing it now. I'll try and do it on a Sunday too. Because, because then we have the whole place filled up. So many more people can get it. Yes, it's what you say. But it's not just what you say. It's what you say when you're in their need. It's what you say when you feel like you're the only one in the world. Nobody cares. But people care, man. But when you're going through, it will look like nobody cares. At that time, be careful what you say. At that time, to be careful what people say, don't let what they say affect what you say. Except if they are saying what God is saying, which you know, then say it. You see why he's saying that? Oh, what about the story of Job? His friend darkened counsel with ignorance. They talk, everybody thinks they know more than you. Because you are the one going through. So be careful how you listen, because how you listen will tell me how you dole out. What you say is very, very important. Jesus says, what you say will tell me what you get out of that situation. Um, we're not just talking of that situation, now we're talking of now, this situation. And that's why if you say to this mountain, and you know why I'm glad today? Because you are going to address it, in this mountain in your life today. Maybe this mountain in your life is that you need just 50,000 naira. Or just 10,000 naira. That's simple. Please try it. Because if it works for you, you apply it to one millionaire. If it works for you, you apply it to cancer sickness. It won't be your portion in Jesus' name. Yeah. But when you, you apply it, will work exactly the same way. That's why it's good to start to practice it. So that any situation at all, you will say. And what you say is what you get. Hallelujah. So he was in their need. And they had to say something. And I looked in the Bible, honestly, and I realized that that's, that's the pattern in the kingdom. Is this second contest in chapter 4, there about? And it was Paul that was speaking, and he said something. Let me, let me get it right. Second Corinthians chapter 4, verse 13. Second Corinthians chapter 4, verse 13. He said, and since we have the same spirit of faith, According to what is written, I believed and therefore I spoke. See, we also believe and therefore speak. That was Paul. So you will see that Paul understood something. And I tried to look at this. He was quoting David. So David was the one that said that. So when he said according to what is, what is written, he was saying according to what David has said and it is written. Now, I look at the whole of the life of David. That was the way. This was the pattern. He will always declare things. He will say it when, he, when, he, when it is most impossible. Example. He went on errand to the war front. First Samuel 17. So that was, that was the situation. Everyday situation. I mean, life just happens. Everyday situation. Um, the daddy now had to send someone to go check the brothers. Hallelujah. God is only checking on, he's only checking up on us. He's always checking up on us. 
the Bible says, eyes run to and fro, the whole earth, to show himself strong on behalf of the righteous. Wonderful God. So, and the guy was going to meet them at the war, war front. And they said he was in a carriage. He was so excited that when he saw them preparing to engage the battle, they were preparing, everyone wearing their kits, and he was just so near, he jumped out of the carriage. That was when I knew that he was even being carried by something. He ran. <laughs> with the excitement, he was still, you know, bubbling. Because he wasn't qualified. He could have been there, but he wasn't qualified. Of them eight brothers, only the first three were at war. The others were minors, as far as the war was concerned. David was the last one. They so happened that while he was there, and the way they were, I'm sure he was like, ah, wow, I like, I like the way you guys are dressed. I like, oh, wow. They were the shield and hell. Oh, it was like, wow. Then Goliath appeared. And started huffing and puffing. Boasting and blaspheming. He said, ah. Wow. And to his dismay, they ran. He said, Sir, who is this guy? Oh, you don't know anything. This guy, nobody can catch him, nobody can hold him, nobody can face him. And um, we all run. That's it. And the king has said, ah, what did the king say? Anybody that kills this man, eh? But that's simple. I just heard him talk. I just heard him do his own thing. I heard him. And I have my own thing for the now. Oh, I feel the fire. I feel the fire. I feel the fire. I just heard this man speak. You know people by the word they say. No matter how much you cover it. Just linger there and just have continue your conversation. You, you, see, you know the heart. I'm sure he thought in his heart. He said, ah, who kills this man? I'll kill him. But he was there to talk. See, what did the king say will happen to the person? They said, he will, he will honor him, he will bless him, he will do this, he will give his daughter, he would. Guess what? While that was going on, his brother approached him and told him off, man. So the problem is not the same, honestly. The problem is how to connect your conviction to your saying. First, you must have the conviction that this is, this is going to be the outcome. Now, if that conviction is not there, then the believing is not there. If the believing is there, then you must say it. That's what David said. I can't go into all the details of this story I'm telling you in the book of First Samuel. Because I'm talking on his grace sufficient. That's what took me to this place and I'm taking out to preach it here. So God help me. The guy was still processing his thoughts about what he heard and the situation he saw. The next thing they will make a situation available. Somebody will say something to you that will make you 
get angry or get discouraged so that your conviction will be affected. Like they were all reacting to a kind of, they all had the same conviction about Goliath. That's why even King Saul will flee. He will flee. But this guy was still thinking. He heard him talk. Then he blasphemed. They call that God of Israel. So he's a dead man, man. But he was there to say that. So this guy came and started you know, hitting him. You just like to, 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 to jump into what does not concern you. You are so, you are so forward. Why are you doing here? With what do you do? I mean, everything he said was to bring him down. Everything he said was to dishonor, disgrace him. That's the devil. There are some companies that you have to be careful with. No matter what you say, they will turn it that way. Just to attack you. No matter what you do, they will turn it that way. Just to attack you. We have to be careful of them. But he answered him one way. He said, wait a minute. Is there no reason? You may think I'm just trying to show off, but is there no reason? Look at the situation. Can you hear somebody blaspheming our God? And see, even our king is running. Is there no reason? But he turned away. That's the best answer. Best solution. Turn the way. Look for some. Look for encouragement. Just look for, look for encouragement. He turned the way. He went to me. Say, hey, what did they told him? What did they told him? Why do I tell him the king here? Say, bring him here. Hear what he said. If you say what you say is important. First thing he said to the king, said, let no man's heart fail him. <laughs> Your servant will go and fight him. Wow. He says, you are not able to. Yes, sir. Your servant keeps his father's sheep. And I've wrestled with the bear. I've wrestled with the lion. And here am I. I'm alive. I'm able. No, but he's a man. He's a man of all sins. He's a warrior. Since his youth. Yes, sir. But you are but a youth. It was me that went there. I said, well, King just gave me a solution. If you have been a warrior since his youth, then another warrior since youth has come. Then he encouraged him. The way of the world put his armor on him. He told him that he has said, Your servant will go and remove the shame over the head of Israel. He said it. He did it. And the war with Goliath was the war of words before the physical. Am I a goat? You said so. Then he replied, Say, you are coming against me with your javelin, with your arrow, with your spear, with everything, with your experience and expertise. But I come to you in the name of the living. The same God that saved me. If I said to the king, he said, This guy will be exactly like, like, like the lion and the bear. He told the king, Be careful what you say when you're in trouble. If you say to this mountain, ha, be thou. I was listening to a man of God. He said it was a place and um, a lot of miracles were happening. And this woman had approached and um, forgot many problems she had. And she prayed for her. 
And she jumped, a lot of things happened, and left. Then the next time she came for the meeting, she said, everything is fine, but for this, okay? They said, okay, well, don't you take authority. That's the whole idea, because I'm there again when you say, when another one will raise his head. So you take he said, the woman stood up and prayed, prayer like this. Father, I want to thank you for this and this, for Jesus Christ, for the stripes of Jesus, for this. Amen. Prayed well. I want to thank you for this, and I do this, and I do this, and I do this, and I mean, concerning this one, I mean, I just, I'm just asking that you take it away, or something like that. And the man said, Amen. So she got on smiling and said, but you aren't going to get the answer. He said, ah, why did you say that? He said, because he didn't pray, according to scripture. If this was happening, and these were the symptoms, and they are off gone, and you're fine, and this is done. He said, what did, you, what did you hear yesterday? Why won't you just get there and say, ah, you so, 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 in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, we are lifted now and cast into the sea. He said, pray like that. If the headache will go, if the failure to move your bowel has gone, which you haven't experienced in so many years, if all the, whatever, I don't know what kind of dangerous sickness she had, but, and you were praying that way yesterday, say, what stops? He said, no, pray it. She told her, say, okay, Father, I thank you for this, for this, for this, and so I address you, you foul spirit of this, in the name of Jesus, now be, be thou removed, be thou lifted, and be thou cast into the be thou go, or something like that. Man said, amen. She turned and said, amen. He said, that's it, you can go. She took two steps. Ah! He said, he's gone. Now, it's not just because he said that, but it brought her to realize that this is an impediment to your progress in life. And Jesus said it. He wasn't joking. He wasn't looking to impress people. If you said to this mountain, what is that considered a mountain in your life today? In your now, what is the mountain? I dare challenge it now in the name of Jesus. Say so why I'm saying that? Because I'm doing what I'm telling you to do. Pastor, what about the many I'm saying now? What's wrong with you? I did it 10 years ago. I say now. I know who did it yesterday. I say now. You do it. Shall we write? Jesus said it. It wasn't like he had nothing to do. He deliberately taught the lesson. Why? Because they just shall live by faith. For you, it may be trouble in your marriage. Like, there's no solution. For you, it may be poverty. You struggle. The sacred poverty. You say, eh, but what if I don't give? Will I get? I say, you break it first. The steps of the righteous are ordered and see how God will lead you. In Jesus' name. You know what's important? And some other people. Say! If you think somebody will hear what you are saying, excuse yourself. Walk towards the back of the hall. Walk towards the corner there. And open your mouth. Declare it in Jesus. Oh, no. Hallelujah. <laughs> hey. Open your mouth and declare. If you say to this mountain, be thou removed, the mountain will be removed. And everything that is anti the mountain will begin to happen to you. 
your relationships, your networks, your health, and be tell whatever is in the pedigree, say in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I command you be thou lifted and go back to sender, go and cast into the sea in the name of Jesus. And I say it now. I say, be thou removed. I say, go back to send that. I say, back to send that. In the name of Jesus. Come on, pray. In Jesus' name we pray. Isn't it amazing? Somebody said it and I believe it. Said, what do we call prayers nowadays? We are going back to God to keep on begging him to do what he has done through Jesus Christ for us. But Jesus said, you address the thing, man. In my name. In answering that prayer, it will lead you to a place where you will bam, because he's giving you the power. He's giving you the power. You are not to be pitied. You don't, you, don't, you don't need to stand there pitying yourself. In Jesus' name we pray. Hallelujah. Do I walk through the valley of the shadow? There's no denial I'm walking through. But I'm walking through. I shall fear Because you are with me. Your Lord and yourself become preparing a table before me. So even in the midst thereof, you are preparing the table, and I know it. So what's my expectation? It may be tough, it may be table. I'm royalty. I'm still treated as royalty. I'm still addressed as royalty. I still get what royalties get. Even the table for me. He anoints my head with oil. My Can you hear a man saying that of himself? It's a personal thing. My, my, I, I. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow. And I will do well. Nothing will remove me. In the presence of the Lord. Forever. And now, the great teacher of faith, the exponent of grace, he will quote David. Wow, I feel the fire. As you step out right now in the name of Jesus, let the lines begin to fall for you in pleasant places. In the name of Jesus. I said, they will fall. In the name of Jesus. Let the valleys fill up for you. Let the mountains fall flat for you. In the name of Jesus. Let it be said among the hidden. These people have been with Jesus. They've been with Jesus. They've been with Jesus. They've been with Jesus. Their God is real. He's alive. He's real. In the name of Jesus, let God's favor announce your arrival. Anywhere you go, in the name of Jesus, let the foolish spirits of the devil see you and bow. Because at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow. Then but how would that be? Your mouth. Proclaim it in the name of If you don't say it, how would they bow? Come on, give him praise. Give him honor. Worship him. Adore him. 
magnify his holy name we are glad that we have been able to gather again unto him today he's ever increasing us and improving us all for his glory and every new day is an ever revealing glory in the name of jesus tell the neighbor you're looking good this morning but i know why god specially loves you oh yes he loves you he loves you he loves you i want you to know he loves you i'm sent to tell you he loves you and honestly he loves you he loves you he expects improvement from you but he loves you he expects you to get to know him more he loves you he expects you to believe him more he loves you he loves you he loves you and i love you man i love you i love you god bless you god bless you hallelujah i'm waiting for your testimonies because you sure have one already because everything has been addressing the now so whether like that if it happens today that is the whole thing write us send a text but i know it's going to happen because it has happened it's going to happen the physical in the name of jesus that you have been tremendously blessed by this message. For additional information and materials from Pastor Taiwo Odukoya, please contact us at the Founding of Life Church, 12 Industrial Estate Road by PZ Industries of Town Planning Way in Lupeju, Lagos. P.O. Box 698, Shemolu, Lagos. Visit our website at www.tfolc.org. Thank you and God bless you.